I want to take just a moment to remind you how important it is to think on paper. I talk about it all the time. It's so important, especially if you're someone who's easily distracted. You need a notebook with you at all times. This is where you jot down your best ideas. When you think on paper, all of that creativity flows and it it sends that message out to the universe. It's crazy the things that you can manifest when you put your ideas, your thoughts, your dreams, your intentions on paper. Whether you're looking for a very simple to use, effective day planner or a blank notebook to capture all of your brilliant ideas and brainstorms, the place to go is pushjournal.com. We've got blank notebooks as well as incredibly easy to use day planners. Like this is the day planner I created as someone who has ADHD who needed something super simple. We've got new designs, designs that have more blank pages or our classic push journal with a health tracker, as well as blank notebooks that are so cool. They're so adorable. Like It literally will tell people a little something about your personality when they see you writing in this notebook. Check them all out by going to pushjournal.com. What's up? Hey, thanks so much for being here. My name is Shaleen. This is The Shaleen Show. And in case you haven't figured it out yet, you right now are in a season. The question is, what season are you in? Do you know that you're in that season? Are you hanging on to a season that's already over? And because of that, you're missing out on a new season, a new harvest. I'm going to talk about some tough seasons that we've been through and what it felt like. I mean, I'm going to get personal and share with you some things like I just, I never wanted to go through that season. I dreaded it. And that was a mistake. I'm going to share with you how sometimes when you know you're in like a really hard season and it just feels like it's never going to end, like what to do about that. Yeah. So we're we're going to talk about life. Thanks for being here. In preparation for this episode, as with all, you know, I start with Google, then I listen to other podcasts, and then I I do some online research, and, and then I see if I have any books that talk about this thing, and then I think about it for a while, and then I, I jot down some notes, and I think about my own life. And what's interesting when it comes to seasons is most of the literature, at least most of what I could find, has a spiritual undertone to it. Like, there's so many references to seasons in the Bible, but even if you're not a Christian, I think every human recognizes that there are seasons, right? Because seasons are just part of mother nature. I'm recording this in at the end of September, so many people would consider that Indian summer, early fall, and that's a season. It's interesting because I'm already getting comments in the pod squad, people talking about how they can feel their mood changing. Like they're already sensing, they're already dreading the season that's coming upon us. They know it's going to be darker. They know it's going to be colder. Means They won't get as much sunshine. And for a lot of people, they experience seasonal depression. But we think of seasonal depression or seasonal sadness. It's actually referred to as seasonal affective disorder. It's a real thing. It's called sad. And it's a type of depression that is brought on by the changes in the year. And it happens at the same time every single year for people. And I know, like, you might be hearing this right now and just having a light bulb moment, realizing like, oh my gosh, yeah, I just now am putting two and two together and realizing every fall or every winter, I start having super low energy and I start feeling moody. And then I notice I start to feel really sad and I feel symptoms of depression. And then in the spring or like in early summer, it starts to go away. You probably have many of the symptoms associated with sad. By the way, before I go any further, 
keep the podcast playing, but wherever you comment, whether that's in the Pod Squad or in Patreon, please leave me a comment if you would like for me to do a whole episode about beating the winter blues and like how to, because maybe you, you don't actually have full blown depression, but you definitely feel like seasonal blues. Because I'm going deeper than that in this episode. So if that's something you want to talk about, please let me know now. But today I really want to talk about how it's very similar in that sometimes you're going through a season that's just really hard and it's sad and it's a season of life or it feels sad or it feels heavy, right? Like you might be in a season of grief or maybe you've recently become an empty nester. Like that is a season. And there can be a lot of sadness at the beginning of that season, but that season also leads to like a really fun, adventuresome season of being an empty nester. Like once you're through that transitional stage and you're like, woohoo, we are free. Let me tell you, we just had a really super fun weekend. We did nothing. I mean, there were zero plans. Brett and I just, we committed. I talked a little bit about this on Patreon. We committed to just thoroughly enjoying our house in a way that we haven't in so long. We said, we're not going to volunteer to watch anybody's dog. We're not going to invite anybody over. We're not going to say, hey, kids, come on over for dinner. We aren't going to try to fix other people's problems. We're going to go on vacation for the weekend in our home. And that is really partly to do with the fact that we are in our empty nest season. And this is a really fun time for us. But in all seasons, there are highs and lows, right? And some seasons have a lot more lows than other seasons. I think where we get into trouble is when we just assume that life is going to just always be like smooth sailing and that when things are smooth, we expect it's going to stay like that. It's just a very unrealistic, unhealthy expectation. We have to embrace that seasons mean you have to accept the fact that there's going to be hard times and there's going to be good times. And understanding that this is nature's way is just going to give you a lot more peace in your life. Brett and I talked a little bit about this this afternoon while we were laying out on the deck. It was really nice. Just looking at the ocean, just really enjoying, again, enjoying each other, enjoying our home. Like, You know what was interesting is that the fact that we both committed to doing this this weekend, it felt like there's so many fewer distractions. I have no idea what anyone is doing on social media. Like, I just, I really wanted to enjoy him and I wanted to enjoy our house. I wanted to enjoy our view. I wanted to enjoy a moment of serenity. Like, we've just gotten through the wedding seasons. But the thing that we talked about today is how important it is to have that moment where you realize that you're in a season. And sometimes we don't do that. Like we think we're in the past season and then we're like, gosh, why is this hard? Why isn't this working? Why isn't all the things I'm trying to do? Why does it feel like the gears are working against each other and nothing is turning in harmony? Well, if that's happening, let me just tell you, that's a very good sign when you're trying to make something happen and it's clearly not happening. It's not working the way you want it to. It feels like it's working. Your life is working against itself, if that makes sense in any way. I think that's a pretty good indication that you're in a new season. And I think the quicker we realize we're in a new season, the easier things are going to get. Okay, so why is it, why is it important to realize that we are in a season? Well, number one, 
because then you will know what is realistic. It helps you to figure out, okay, is this a time to plant? Is this a time to, and you know, I'm not going to use all these harvesting terms. I'm going to use them a little bit, but I'm also going to use like practical real world stuff too and my own examples. But when you know what season you're in and what your expectations are and what it is you want to experience and what's realistic, then you're going to make much better decisions. Okay, so personal example. For the past 18 months, Brett and I have sunk a lot of costs and investing into a new business venture. And I was pretty excited about this business venture at first. I think you can probably hear I'm already being a little trepidatious. Like, I think I was excited about it. Like, it sounded good. But there was also this little voice in the back of my head that kept saying, wait, you have never done this before. You don't know anything about this particular type of business other than the fact you like this particular product. You like this category of business, but you don't know anything about it. You don't have any experience there. This is an all new learning curve. So there's that. Then I started feeling the way I did in high school geometry. Dumb. I started feeling like, I don't even know what they're talking about. Why can't I understand this? Like, I usually feel like, I'm sure you're not going to be surprised to hear this because I'm such a know-it-all, but I usually feel like I'm like one of the smartest people in the room. But we would start going over the plans and the development and the framework for this new business. And I just felt like I don't get it. I don't understand it. And what I noticed is that kind of like with geometry, my brain would just tune out. And so we would have these meetings and unlike other businesses where I'm super excited, like I can't shut up, I'm interrupting people, I have so many ideas, I get it, I believe in it, I see a million ways that it could work. I mean, the only problem is maybe I don't have enough hours in the day to devote to this business. But with this new venture, I just felt like like I did when I was in school or when I was working as a paralegal and I found something like really uninteresting and I would like pinch myself to stay awake and stay involved and like try to convince myself to be interested. And so I'm having these back and forth conversations with myself like, girl, you said you were interested in this now, just pay attention. Maybe you're just not focused today. So I was having all those same conversations, negative conversations that I would have with myself like when I was in school and it was a subject matter or when I worked as a paralegal and it was just something that I didn't find interesting, like a case maybe or a deposition or whatever. But month after month, we're sinking more costs into the development of this business. So now it's getting pretty serious. And when we were in Europe, when we were on our vacation this summer, Brett and I, we talked about what season that we're in. And we clearly identified, like for the two of us, we're like, okay, this is a season of freedom. I mean, we've just came out of living and caring for Bob, you know, and and now things are very settled with him. Like he's doing so well. You guys, I know I haven't given you a Bob update in quite a while, but we see him all the time. Like we just spent a couple days with him this week and he's just so freaking cute and so sweet. And I know I've mentioned it on Friday episodes a lot. I've mentioned it there more often than I have here, but he's, it's progressed. Like Alzheimer's doesn't get better once you're at the stage that he's at. So He has progressed. The disease is worse, but yet, and I know this is such a fortunate situation because many people, when their loved one has Alzheimer's, they're just angry and combative. And we went through a stage when Bob was very anxious and sad because he was, you know, losing his cognition, but he was aware enough that it upset him. Like he knew something wasn't right. And now, 
I know this sounds kind of sad, but like he has progressed enough that he's really pretty content, but yet his awesome personality is still there. You know, of course, he's lost certain functions and the ability to do certain things himself. But again, that has put us in a new season where we feel at peace with him. We were able to make some changes in terms of like the way we run our business and our office. And everyone now basically works from home. We just, you know, kind of got a tighter team together, if you will. We just have done a better job work-wise. So like that feels easier. We knew that we were about to marry both kids. That feels easier. The fact that both of our children have the most amazing spouses, that feels lighter. The fact that we only have one tiny little dog that can be taken with us anywhere. I know that sounds weird, but like when you have a lot of pets and kids and people that you're responsible for in one location, like you're in a season. So we're having this conversation about the season that we're in and we're both like, holy cow, we've dreamt about this season for 30 years. Dude, we're in it. We are in it. And so we need to make sure that we have the right expectations and that we recognize like what it is we want from the season and and how to really, you know, make the most of the season. And it was kind of like in that moment that we realized this business that we have a lot of sunk costs into doesn't really make sense for the season. Like it's working against. Remember how I said like, you know, when you're in a season when something you're trying to do feels like it it just doesn't fit, like the wheels or the gears are grinding against themselves. That's how this business venture feels, right? But then then here we are looking at all these sunk costs. And that's what we do sometimes, right? Like maybe you are in a season right now where you just, your priority and your bandwidth, everything is devoted to taking care of your kids and you're trying to grow this business and it's just not freaking working and your hair is falling out and you're so stressed out and it's affecting your kids and it's affecting your marriage and and you're also trying to work full time and you're also trying to be the perfect mom and blah, 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 blah. Well, maybe... That doesn't mean give up on it, but it, it maybe it means having different expectations. So the two of us said, all right, well, let's put down on paper what it is we want, what it is we don't want, and what makes sense for the season and what doesn't make sense for the season. We, we made some very serious decisions, some of which I, I really haven't talked about on the regular show. It's a little bit more private. You know, I, I've mentioned a few things in the vault, but there are things that, you know, are, are decisions that the two of us have made about this season and what we're going to do to make the most of it. And one of them, which I can tell you, is deciding that this business venture, it didn't mean giving it up. Again, like if you have a business that you've been growing, and but you're in a really hard season because you're caring for a family member or you just got a breast cancer diagnosis or you have very young children and you're just now realizing that, whoa, I'm in the middle of this season. I'm not in a season where it makes sense for me to grow a business. That doesn't mean you have to kill the business. Doesn't mean you have to abandon it, but maybe you do. I don't know. Are you okay with it growing at a slower rate? Are you okay with putting in a little bit of effort and you know, putting your ego aside to say like, I don't have to be the best I can crawl. I don't have to sprint. I know this is a marathon. So for the two of us, looking at this new business venture, we said it doesn't fit. We know how to make money doing certain things. We have a lot of business experience, success. And so like, why would we be doing something that's like brand new and a risk and pouring all this money into it? A, B, 
I really don't get it. I'm not excited about it. It confuses me. And it's just not the right season. So we we made this analogy that like, okay, so we started building a house with an architect who had their own plans. And now that the house is almost finished being built, we realize we don't want to move into it. That doesn't mean you just walk away from the house. It means, you know, this house probably has value to somebody else. Maybe we can sell this. And that's probably what we'll do. We're in the planning stages right now of figuring out like, okay, this has a lot of value. It's not something we're interested in moving into at this stage, at in this season. And it's okay, by the way, listen to me. Permission to say, you know what? I'm just not in a season to be able to give this my full attention. I'm not in the right season to give this the attention that it needs. I'm not in the right season to be able to take this on. You have permission to change your mind. You have permission to set up boundaries. You have permission to change the amount of time that you devote to something. You have permission to hit the pause button. You have permission, if it's right for you, to walk away. In fact, it's not just permission. You have an obligation to do your best in every season. And doing your best doesn't mean doing everything all at once. Like Everything is possible for your life. I mean, as I've said many times before, you can have everything you want in your life, but you can't have it all at once. When I do an interview on someone else's podcast and, and they read my bio in the beginning, I'm like, oh my God, it overwhelms me. I'm like, who's, who's done all these things? And then I remember, oh yeah, I'm 53 years old. I didn't do all these things at once. And I always try to have the host like make that point or I try to make that point myself, especially for women. I don't want you to feel like you're behind because you're not. And sometimes that person who looks like they've done all of the things, man, they crash and burn. They really do. Like you have to remember that life is a marathon. You don't need to win a race. You need to be slow and steady. And you need to recognize that this season will not come again. The season that you're in right now will not come again. I repeat, this season will never come again. And eventually it will end. You can have everything. Everything is possible, but not all at once. So you have to recognize when it's time to like let go of a season. There is a reason why your homeowners association wants you to take your Christmas lights down, hopefully by mid-February. You know, like you have to let go. You have to realize like, okay, Valentine's Day is around the corner. And when we hold on so tight to a season that that's really over, it cheats us. It robs us of the joys that we should be experiencing in this new season. Like, again, like when Brett and I were, you know, newlyweds and we were, I guess we just had this unrealistic expectation that like, oh, we're adults now and we're married and everything's going to be fun and easy and babies on TV, they look so cute and and they're you can dress them up and they're chubby and you feed them a little bottle and then you just, no, it's it ain't like that. It's hard. And we were a bit surprised by that. But as soon as I think... Okay, I'm going to give myself credit. I remember him coming home and saying, I hate this. I hate, is this our lives? Like he has said that to me twice, two times in our marriage. Once when Brock was a little baby and then at another period in our lives when there was just so much going on. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that when things got tough then, this is Brett 
1.0 before he had done all of his therapy. When things got tough, everything felt like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like little, just life sometimes would feel like it was too much. I didn't understand that. I'd be like, dude, it's just a baby. It's just babies cry, you know? What, what were you thinking, <laughs> you know? I can joke about it now, but at the time, like everything is harder and heavier and more stressful when you haven't worked through your own issues. So if you or someone you love, what I've described, you're like, oh, I know what that is. I, I know what that looks like. That person just needs to get into therapy, period, end of subject. Go have them sign up and do an intensive with Dr. Michaela. <laughs> snap, snap. We'll have them fixed up five days, 10 days, whatever the intensive is required. Like, in my opinion, not a professional, but that's not somebody's personality. You think it is. You're like, oh, that's just their personality. No, that's unresolved issues. That's unresolved traumas. That's things they haven't processed and worked through. So it's like constantly bouncing around in their head. And so then when things do get tough, something that's like not that big of a deal, it is for them because they're so busy managing all these unresolved issues. So whether that's you or a loved one, I'm just telling you, that's not a personality thing. That is something that can be fixed with therapy. Find the right therapist. Find somebody in your area. You know, try Talkspace. They're a regular sponsor of the show. Go do an intensive with Dr. Michaela. Of course, I'm biased there. I think she's the best in the world. But without a doubt, when you have young children and you have pets, when you're a young family, whew, that is a season. And I, I mean, I don't know, but it just seems to me like it is so much harder today on moms and dads with young families, like the expectations are so intense. Like you're both supposed to be making, you know, working and having a side hustle and volunteering and having a perfect house and growing your Instagram and, 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 and perfect kids. And your kids are supposed to be in 19 different sports and have private tutors and get into the best schools. I mean, the pressures are insane. Not to mention the fact that we went through two years of isolation. And so now many of these kids are dealing with depression and gender dysmorphia and just exposure to all these different things on the internet and social media. It's a lot. It's just you are in a season. You don't have the same freedoms. You don't have the same amount of time available. You don't have as much bandwidth. And then, of course, you know, I feel very fortunate that we're, we're doing well financially. I don't have obligations with businesses that I once had. I don't have the same kind of demanding partnerships that I once had. So we are in a season of freedom and the freedom season won't last forever. Like, I don't know if it's going to last a couple of months, maybe a couple of years. We don't know. But if we didn't realize that we were in it, we might miss it. Like, how horrible would that be if we we missed this small window? I don't know if it's a small window or a big window, but like we have a window right now and we need to open up this window and fly. And so I think it's really important for you to recognize what season you're in so you don't miss it, so that you don't miss opportunities and so that you don't put unrealistic expectations on yourself. I want to say a special thanks to our friends at Soul CBD who I can't thank enough for spending the time to listen to me, to hear my concerns with regard to my own sleep and just some things I wanted to experiment with. And we are so fortunate to have partnered with them on creation of the ultimate sleep gummy. 
And there's lots of sleep gummies out on the market. There's lots of CBD gummies out on the market. This is so different and frankly, so much more effective than anything else that I'm aware of on the market because of the quality of the ingredients and the combination of the ingredients. So this sleepy gummy combines, are you ready for this? Melatonin, CBD, tea extracts, and cannabinol. Take a look at some of the research on cannabinol and you are going to understand why this particular gummy formulation is so crazy effective. Not to mention, of course, the fact that it's triple lab tested, so you don't have to worry about staying sober. It has zero THC. You could give it to your children. You cannot overdose on CBD. It is something that helps to improve and calibrate your central nervous system. That's the CBD part. The cannabinol, which is taken from the cannabis plant, has been found to help people feel drowsy and to stay asleep longer. Again, no THC. You won't wake up feeling groggy. You won't wake up feeling any different other than the fact that you will have gotten a great night's sleep. Now, let me talk about melatonin for a second. Some people do great on melatonin. Some people need a small amount. Some need more. Some people need less. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. So when you get your gummies, and by the way, I do apologize to my friends in Canada because we are not shipping there yet, but when you do get your gummies, give it some time, experiment. Try a half a gummy for the first couple of nights, see how you feel. Maybe you need a little bit more. Try a whole gummy for a couple of nights, see how you feel. See how you feel after two gummies. It's so different for every person, I have to tell you that. And again, these are all natural ingredients, which is not to say it's 100% cure for everybody, but I can tell you based on the DMs that I get. And that matters a lot to me. Like if people weren't getting insane results, if it were just me that were getting these insane results, I wouldn't be raving about them the way that I have. So I want you to give them a try, especially if sleep has been a struggle for you because it truly is the cornerstone of good health. You get to try them now and get 15% off when you go to mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. Again, it is 15% off when you check out. And that gives you 15% off all of their products, but just make sure you grab those sleepy gummies. Oh, two flavors. There's blueberry, lemon, and there's honey chamomile. I personally love the honey chamomile. It has chamomile tea extract and honey. It's softer, but it tastes like chamomile tea with honey. Like it tastes just like that. So if you don't like chamomile tea, which Brett doesn't, then you won't like it. If you like blueberry lemon, you'll love the blueberry lemon. They have a little different texture because they have slightly different ingredients. All 100% organic. You check them out by going to mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. Another example of this is when Brett and I were first married and things you know, felt like that whole freedom thing, right? Kind of feels like where we're at right now. And then we brought home a baby and that baby was very colicky. That baby just got married last weekend. But that baby, when we brought him home, was very colicky. And I remember expecting that. Like I expected, okay, this is going to be a hard season. We're adulting for the first time in our lives. We have this little human that did not come with an operator manual. And it seems as though it's malfunctioning because it's constantly puking and crying. So like, let's flip to the troubleshooting guide of the owner's manual, except that there is no owner's manual. And in fact, there really wasn't a Google back then. Like, So the way that you figured things out is just by figuring things out or calling your mom. It was a really hard season and it was a hard season for us financially. Everything about it was hard, 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 hard. And we didn't want it to be hard. We were hanging on or trying to hold on to the newlywed season. But the newlywed season comes to an end. 
And after the newlywed season is the season that we were in, which was the child rearing season. And y'all, if you are in it, that is a freaking long season with lots of mini seasons in it. As they say, when you have children, the days are so long and the years are so fast. It blows me away. Like so many of you commented on my videos this weekend. You're like, I cannot believe that your daughter and your son, like I'm going to cry, that those are the two little kids in the Turbo Jam videos. You know, they were so little and that felt like it was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was literally a minute ago. But when it's hard, I remember, I'm going to be honest and tell you, I remember just praying that these days would go faster. When will they be able to drive? I remember being on vacation at a hotel and watching this mom laying out with her eyes closed and her sunglasses on while her kids who were like probably middle school age were like frolicking around in the pool. And I just remember like chasing after both Brock and Sierra. And even though they like could kind of swim, like I just remember saying, I cannot wait for the day that I would just be able to, they could swim and I could close my eyes or I could just read a magazine. And just, I remember feeling like that is going to take an eternity. That day will never come. It felt so, so long. Now looking back on it, that season went by so freaking fast. It's insane. Oh my gosh. And it's probably the best season and the longest season of our lives together, the most rewarding season, because I had so many highs and lows. And there are going to be seasons that feel almost all like highs, and there are going to be seasons that are going to feel like highs and lows and highs and lows and highs and lows. And then there are going to be seasons that are just so dark, you think this is the last season. And if you're feeling that right now, I want you to know it's not true. That's not how the world works. That's not how God works. God has such great things in store for you. He does. You have to have hope. Even if you are, are not a Christian or if you don't share my faith, that's okay. I know you recognize that this is how the world works. So even when you're in a really dark season, it's important that you embrace what that season is meant to teach you. And I know that's really hard when you're in the middle of it. So even if you can't feel the silver lining, even if you can't see the lesson, I think it's important to recognize that this is why you're going through this season. I mean, like they say, you cannot have a testimony without a test, right? And it is possible to be going through something really dark and really hard and still be able to enjoy your life. C.S. Lewis said, hardships often prepare ordinary people for extraordinary destinies. Hardships often prepare ordinary people for extraordinary destinies. Like, think about that. I mean, you just have to go, well, God is trying to do something with this right now. I don't know what it is, but I hope it helps you to realize that like you're going through something, right? Like the reason why this is hard, something good is going to come out of it. There's a reason why this is happening. And it's important to recognize, I think to even have like a, a discussion with whomever is in your life, whether you're married or you have a boyfriend or your family, maybe even your friends, right? Because a lot of times our friendships are with people who are about the same age as us. Not always, but usually. And it's such a good thing to just talk about. Like, just ask your group of friends. Like, do you have a group chat with that group of friends? Well, you know, send them a text and say, like, what season do you think we're in? Or what season do you think you're in? 
Because identifying what season you're in, like I said, it really does help to give you better expectations of what it is you want to do and better expectations of what is reasonable, what's in your best interest in this season. Like, again, it's okay to take a step back, maybe to step down from that leadership role or to, you know, realize like it's not that big of a deal if the house isn't perfect. It's okay to if you can afford to, to hire help. It's okay to say like, you know, I don't have to be the team mom or I don't have to be the world's greatest friend right now. I need to be the world's greatest mom or I need to be the world's greatest caregiver. I remember when when Bob was living with us, there was just, we said no to everything. Like I would have friends who live out of town and they would come in town and be like, hey, can we get together? And, and maybe I was free that night. But I just didn't have the emotional energy to do it. And it felt like, you know, I know some people get recharged by that, but I just didn't have anything left. So we just said no. And the reason why we were able to endure it is because we knew it was a season. If you look at your hard times as something that's never going to end, then you're approaching this without faith, without hope. This hard, dark season, it will come to an end. Spring will come again. And if you adopt the attitude, if you take on the mentality that like it's never going to change, then you're forgetting the bigger picture. You are forgetting to place your faith in God. God is the one who designed us. He is better than anyone else and he knows how we function best. He knows what we need And he knows that we can only work on a few things at once. You are a human being. You have your limits. You have your capacities. And it's quite possible that you have forgotten that because you haven't really recognized, like like officially recognized, that you're in a season and that this season, it will come to an end. Even if it's a really fun season of freedom, it will come to an end. So make the most of it while you're in it. And if it's a dark period of time, look for the light. You know, I I know I, I get accused of being the queen of positivity, but like, it's just the way my brain works. And when people say like, how do you stay positive? Because I stay positive. And when I am negative, I try to turn it around. I do. It's not that I, I don't allow myself negative moments. I mean, obviously, you've heard them. I mean, you've heard me break down crying. You've heard me have really, you've been with me through all of this stuff, especially if you, you know, you listen on Fridays, if you're a Patreon member, like, you know, all of it. So I allow myself to have those moments. I allow myself to, to notice when I'm in like a low season, but I also remind myself that I freaking love this. Like even when it's really, really hard, I do in the back of my mind feel this like anticipation, like this happy anticipation. You know that feeling you have when, I remember feeling this way anyways, when I was working full-time at the law firm and the days are long and sometimes the work is really, really boring or you're just like hating it or you just have to wake up early in the morning or you've got the Monday morning blues, like you're just like, oh, when will this week be over? And then you remind yourself, oh my gosh, in a month we're going on vacation or but this weekend I get to go out with the girls or, you know, you, you have that like little thing that you think of that puts you in a really good mood. Do you do that? Do you do that? I hope you do. I always have to have something that I'm looking forward to that I'm really excited about. Like right now, I'm super duper excited about doing our first live in-person event. Like I have not done a live 
you know, in-person speaking event in like years, you guys, years. So we're doing Marketing Impact Live. You probably heard like ads on the show or whatever. Like this isn't an ad. This is me actually telling you that this is something like every day I've been thinking about, like, I am so excited. I cannot wait to see everybody. I cannot wait to feel the energy in the room. I cannot wait to have a dance party. I, I can't wait to have, so we're doing like for people who are staying at the hotel, we're doing this coffee in the morning. So PS, by the way, if you are staying at the hotel where we're hosting the event, make sure you reach out to my team because if you're booking at least two hotel nights, I'm going to invite you to have coffee with myself and my husband. So send an email to operations at Shaleen Johnson if you're coming to MIA Live and you're staying at that hotel. Okay, anyways, I digress. But I'm super excited about that. Like every time I think about that, it gets me in a good mood. And so even when I am have been in seasons, for example, I'm just thinking about like a recent season, like the recent season of caring for a family member in her home who had Alzheimer's. Even in those darkest moments, I would remind myself that I knew there would come a day where it would just be the two of us and we would be free again and we would feel really, really good. We'd be proud of ourselves for what we did. We'd be proud of the time that we devoted and the energy and and the fact that we turned down invitations to go out to dinner with friends or to travel or to do any of those things. Like We knew it was hard. It was hard. And even when we're in the middle of it and, and it felt unbearable at times and you know you know guys got to hear those episodes like there's a lot of emotion even still i always had this like little thing that i could be looking forward to which was i knew at some point we would have a new season so what's the next season that you're excited about today on instagram i did a little post about menopause now i'm not officially in menopause but i'm perimenopausal and i feel like I have really kind of figured out my hormone replacement for the moment anyways. And I'm starting to like see things about menopause that I'm excited about. I'm excited about the fact that like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a chemical thing. Ladies, you have to tell me if this is true for you, if you are menopausal or like, you know, approaching menopause or postmenopausal. Like, I don't know if it's a chemical thing, but I do not give a F about people's opinion like it just it's weird it's like a light switch flip for me I mean I've never been overly consumed with people's opinions but things that in the past might have you know given me pause or made me think twice like if people are angry with me because I fed bears okay I know I know I know I know public service announcement do not feed bears it's very dangerous for the bears they have to be euthanized because they keep coming back okay I learned my lesson I didn't know but In the past, it might have upset me to see that people were so angry with me that I didn't know that. But now I'm like, I mean, I care about the bears, but I don't care that people were angry with me. You know what I mean? Because I know that I didn't know, you know? It's just weird. Like this light switch flips where you know that people are going to judge you. You know that people, some people aren't going to like you, but you don't care (laughs) because you know who you are. And you also know that, hello, not all people are supposed to like you. That's not how the world works. And you don't need all people to like you, right? But in my 30s, I still knew that. And I still would convince myself that it was okay, but it was harder. Now it's it's not even an issue. And I think that's part of this menopausal season. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm probably just like making things up right now, but it feels like from an evolutionary standpoint, when you are like from 
again, an evolutionary standpoint, Mother Nature, like you're fertile, you're supposed to be procreating, and it would make sense that your hormones affect your brain, and your brain makes you believe that you need to worry what people think about you, and you think that you need to be really liked, and you think you have to please people because, I don't know, maybe that has something to do with procreating. I don't know. But whatever it is, from a hormone standpoint, I really have noticed Please let me know if I'm right or wrong. I've noticed that when women start to enter into the season, they just, they just stop like worrying about other people's opinions. Like they're going to have them and I don't need to change them and I don't need them to like me. I, I'm good with who I am. Like that's a positive thing. I can wear a white bathing suit any day of the month. I don't need to worry about it. I can have sex with my husband and not have to worry about having a baby. I like my body more. I don't have to work out. I don't beat myself up as much. Like a lot of things are a lot better in this season. And so that's a little bit of perspective, right? So if you start dreading a season that you're entering into, a season that you have to go through, like you've got the wrong attitude. Okay. So let me talk for a moment to my very young listeners. I know I have, I've got plenty of gals who listen who are in their 20s and 30s. Ladies, you write to me and you tell me that you're already freaked out about aging. I was too at your age. I was too. It's so weird. It's so weird. Like in my 30s, I was so freaked out about aging and you don't need to be like, there's so much to look forward to. So here's what you need to do. Start following women who are 10 years and 20 years older than you who have got it going on. Like they look amazing, they dress fabulous, they are fabulous, they're queens, like follow the queens and you will not be nervous. You will say, yes, that's who I can be. That's the attitude I want. And there's nothing sexier or more beautiful and more enjoyable than confidence. And you don't have confidence if you're worried about like how you're going to look. Because guess what? Newsflash, everyone gets older if they're lucky. So if you're fortunate enough to get older, trust me, you're going to look amazing. You're going to slay and you're going to be a queen. And everyone's going to say like, I freaking love your energy. And that's all that really matters. So how we enter into a season should be with hope, should be with the understanding that it won't last forever and another season is coming and that every season has highs and lows and every season is meant to teach us something. You're going to get through it. I know you are. I love you and I mean it. And I would really love to see you in October for our first live marketing event. Okay, so I'll put a link right at the top of our show notes. So if you haven't registered, you can check it out. I'd love to see you. Lots of cool opportunities. Lots of fun dance parties. You want to come dance with the Johnsons? We're going to do that on Saturday night for our VIPs at the MIA live event. Orange County, like you can go to Disneyland, have a good time. All right, that's all. I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son, Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual. It's very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. And if you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shaleen Show episodes ad-free. 
In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get extra episodes. And this is this is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on The Shaleen Show. It, it's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real, raw, what's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be, all right? You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shaleen.com. 